This is Savage Sports Podcast Hour, man. This is what we're doing right here, all right? And this so, is the blooper reel. I got to come on here last night, see Justin uh, down Razorbacks shirt. Ooh, big suey, baby. <laughs> true, true. Y'all killing true. me. How we killing you? What are we talking about? The Steelers? No, we're talking oh. about the Bears again, man. Come on now. Stay Ooh. with us. It's the Ooh. next, it's the next, it's the next pick in the draft, the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Oh. What they gonna pick? Trubisky 2.0? No, no, they ain't gonna pick no quarterback, man. All right, Bears. so let's go ahead and break this out. All right. There's only a couple of highlights for the Bears, okay? You know what, Justin? Go ahead and go ahead and rep these bears real quick, man. Tell us what they got and what they ain't got real fast. Hey, what's up, everybody? The Diamonds in the building, aka the veteran. What's up, world? Hey, since we're gonna hit up on the bit on the Bears, man, everybody knows they need a quarterback, but I don't think they're gonna get one here in the draft. I'm thinking they're gonna take their free agents, uh, their chances in free agencies. Hello, Jameis Winston, come on to the Bears. They need a little quarterback out there. Uh, if since they're not gonna go come quarterback, on. I think they're gonna prioritize the offensive line here. Uh, offensive tackles, uh, the guy from Northwestern, forgive me for not remembering his name right now, but he is an overlooked Big Ten left tackle who's handled Chase Young and and some other big defensive ends out in the Big Ten in Ohio State. So I think um, I think Chicago, they're going to get a quarterback, but they're going to need somebody to protect them. So they go offensive tackle first round right here. I won't argue with that one. The only downside for me, I would say, would be them picking at number 20 now. It is a little deep draft class. So, I mean, they're going to have to have somebody that's going to come in and make an immediate impact if they're going tackle. For me, yeah, you, you said it. They need a quarterback hands down. The other part that I will say they need is not Allen Robinson because they just put that boy back on the squad. I'm not going to necessarily say linebacker or defense end because they got Roquan Smith. They got Khalil Mack. What I would say is that secondary is getting a little bit old, but you have a lot, a lot of free agents at cornerback that you can go in there and put in. Whatever Chicago does with their DBs, they're feeding them some steroids because their DBs are always nice, whoever they take. So if I'm not going offensive tackle, I'm going wide receiver. You got to get them that compliment because Mooney wasn't technically cutting it. And yeah, I'm giving them a wide receiver, man, because like I said, Allen Robinson needs some help. He needs a little bit of help. If I'm not going wide receiver, I'm taking the best tight end in the draft right there, point blank, because they've yeah. missed on every single one that they've had so far. They've taken Rudolph. They, they've um, – old boy from Philly, they took him, didn't do anything. They need something. Well, something, the best tight, end, best tight end in the draft, I mean, I think we all agree. That's that, that's He's from uh, UF, uh, Pittman, right? Yeah, it's – Hands down, that dude's the best tight end in this draft. So what's your take then, Sam? For the Bears? Yeah. Oh, cancel the whole team. Get rid of the whole program. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't cancel know. Cancel culture on the Bears. <laughs> you know, from the, the things I'm reading, the Bears really want Russell Wilson. That everything I'm reading says they want Russell. Uh, and I think Russell would be a good fit. But you got to give him some protection. So if you're going Russell Wilson, I think I gotta agree. Go get you a good old lineman that's gonna provide that protection. Because last I read, Bears are all in on Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson yeah. wants out of Seattle. And which, and which I understand that only only thing about that is I guess you can get some you know some value of offensive linemen in 
the third round, fourth round, but they're going to give up those first round picks. So they, they won't be able, if, if they get Wilson, they won't have the opportunity to get an offensive tackle right here because this pick will belong to the Seahawks. <laughs> true. That, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're going to sit there and say they really, really want Wilson, like what were they saying? Khalil Mack is going to be part of that trade. They're going to have to give up that draft pick and guaranteed another draft pick. And I would have go along and say, even with Khalil Mack, now I'm not going deep into this one because we're going to talk about him later on. Chris Carson, they didn't resign that boy. So running back is possibly in the works of going up there to that also. I mean, they got to fill in those gaps. So, I mean, if you're going to make that trade and get rid of your quarterback, you're going to have to send them a little bit of something, something, you know what I mean? Even if that's taking Trubisky, whatever else, which, God, I hope they don't because he just needs to go somewhere else. He need to go complete with Carson Wentz or something. I don't know, but. Oh, uh, no, Trubisky, <laughs> needs he needs to hang up his uh, career. Go there. Maybe the CFL. Bring so. back Johnny. Let him go to Chicago. That's about what they take at quarterback anyway. Heck, they might be better off getting Jay Cutler. <laughs> Them curse words at Soldier Field. You can't say them words up there in Chicago, man. Hey, Jay Cutler, yeah, you can't say that too loud around them neck of the woods. Oh, I know. I know. Look. Hey, I, I'll give Jay Cutler all the mad respect in the world. That man don't give a you-know-what about nothing. Look. Firing up the cigarette on the sidelines. He ain't worried about nothing. John Daly of football, ain't he? All right. So here we go. Here we go with some information. We got, uh, well, Jay Cobb, Coleman, said go Steelers. We got Murdoch, who's saying that Chicago needs an old line, so they signed him with the dime right there. It's Cobb. They Cobb, Coleman, not Cobb. Cobb. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, oh I know. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> then we got, uh, oh, Hector, you know, he competed for that number one fan spot. He said Wilson would be a great addition, but he said we need a better O-line and another quality receiver. So he signed in with the diamond grip. Sam, where you at, man? And so go up. get Winston and bring that offensive line up from uh, Northwestern right here. All right, Murdoch, we got you also. He said let him try with a different team in the O-line. Can't hate Trubisky. I'm hating Trubisky, all right? Look, only biscuits I mess with is Grands, all right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't hate him, but, I mean, everybody deserves a second shot. True, true, true. But anybody else got anything else to say about these birds? Next. 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 (laughs) So, Sam, seeing as how you on this hate train, and I know your favorite quarterback from the Eagles went over here, you know what I'm saying? So go ahead and break us in on these Colts. Yeah, the Colts, man, they made a huge mistake. Uh, Carson Wentz, to me, is not it. Now, look. He could have just had a bad few years. If the guy stays healthy, he's a good quarterback. I'm not knocking that, but the key word, he has to stay healthy. Uh, and if, and I think the Colts have the pieces around him to make him successful, right? I, I really do. you got to knock out defense. Uh, you've got Jonathan Taylor back there, a great running back that should be able to take some pressure off Wentz uh, with the running game. Uh, I'm a little skeptical on the receivers, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I I think they need to draft a receiver. I think they need a little extra power back there with a the receiver. All Go right. get you a stud at receiver. I I'll roll next. I'll roll off to you because you pretty much hit all of them right there. Wentz does he have a chance back there with that offensive line that the Colts have? Yes, he does. Them 
The Colts offensive line, I would say, was either number one, guaranteed top five as far as protecting that QB. Them boys only gave up 21 sacks. Now, granted, that's like 1.15 a game or whatever else you want to really call that one. So, I mean, they protected the QB hands down. You saw Phillip Rivers staying healthy. He's sitting there completing passes. I mean, but like you said, they're going to be missing T.Y. Hilton. They got Pittman. Their tight ends are normally good. I mean, they take whatever tight end they get and they, they make them nice, hands down, for whatever reason. But they really don't have an outstanding receiver, at least a true, true number one receiver. Can Pittman possibly be that in another year or two? Yeah. But there's nobody that literally screams out, hey, I'm that man. Give me the ball when it's time, all right? I'm, I'm going to make all these plays. Let me have it. Defensively, them boys are almost set. The only thing I can say is you got Rhodes who's getting old. Um, hey, hey, uh-uh. Hey, I just say he's getting old. No, there will be no roads. There will be no road slander on this podcast. Rhodes is about to hit the road because he's about to be a cap casualty. Man. Getting old. <laughs> so you too, Justin. You too. I'm not, I didn't Man. say I was off the train. I just said he's, he's. I mean, he can still play football, and I would have him on Buccaneers if he wants to come play. But he is just getting a little older. Yeah, I mean, he is. I'm going to side with you, Sam, on this one. I'm going to say go wide receiver. If there is a nice cornerback that fits your system or at least you could feel in like a slot position and they happen to keep Rhodes and not make him a casualty of this minimized cap, go ahead and take you a good little slot receiver to kind of fill in there. But it's all wide receiver for me, man. All wide receiver. Well, here's a surprise. I don't agree with either one of you all. You got a receiver. You forgot about my man, T. Why? Ah, he can fit the slot role perfect. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, I got to cut you off. We're going to talk about Rhodes getting old, and you're going to bring up T.Y. Cross the damn Jordan with Moses. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to the receiving core. You got T.Y. You can't cut me off when I'm talking about T.Y. When he balled the second half of this season with an old A. Phillip Rivers. Think about what he's going to do with a new and improved quarterback. New and improved Carson Wentz. Back with his quarterback coach. You got Pascal. You got Pittman filling in the X and Y uh, positions. You got uh, uh, T.Y. that go in the slot. You got a solid running back. Like Steve said, you got one of the best top five offensive linemen uh, in the in the league. So you go defense here. You're trying to look for another Dwight Freeney. Look for a guy that can play like Bud Dupree. So what do you do? You go to the Big Ten. You go to Michigan. And you get, what's his name, Quiddy, Quiddy, Pay. If he's still there, 6'4", 272-pound, 42-inch vertical, freakish athletic ability. If, Go defensive end right here. You do not need to go wide receiver right here. I I totally disagree disagree with you. I disagree with you, and I agree with Sam on this one. You need to go wide receiver because what you're forgetting, Don. Well, what we got to remember, though, is Wentz has to stay healthy. That's not even the issue. Y'all acting like you already hurt. You acting like you already hurt. He probably is. He probably got out of his chair this morning and sprained his damn ankle. (laughs) That man soft as butter. All right, but this is the big issue. Got a lot of money. Yours. This is yours. Now, Dude. a nice defensive end would give them a little bit more pressure. They weren't necessarily hurting on the defensive side besides total defense, pass defense. You know, they were they – were, They needed to rush they the quarterback. Struggling. They were struggling. But T.Y. Hilton is a free agent. They did not resign him yet. I understand that, but – that he will come back with, for the right price. Well, now he's, he's, got one his, those, he's one of those guys that will come back for the right price, for the right money. For the right for price. 
T.Y.'s, he got half a foot in the old folks' home, man. What we got to Y'all killing me tonight. Man, I can't tell. <laughs> Hold tell on. Me, give me, give me, give me eight better slot receivers than him. Give me seven, six. Just truly run the slot better than better than T.Y. could. Give me five. Jeez, I'll keep coming down. I got to do a little. I got to do a little representing uh, tonight. I said slot receivers, not the XYs, not the two ends. Trying to show you yo junk, bro. <laughs> no, I just had to do a little representing tonight. You know, y'all, y'all want to go get some? I'm high, bro. I hear you. I'll go hit my man up, get some of this fly gear. So, on back to this one. Sam threw out his rep for the, for the homie. I'm high, bro. All right. So, we got this one. Now, we're going to my team. I'm opening this one up, all right, because – I'm not Please happy do. with them. I'm not happy with them. Honestly, I'm really not. Now, Titans, got you. You got King Henry. You got Tannehill doing 33 TDs and only seven interceptions. Derrick Henry ran the backfield. That boy had no backup. Offensive line was technically in shambles, and that boy still managed to ramble, all right? Got you. Now, the difference is, I was talking about cap penalties, right? The Titans – have a whole bunch of cap casualties, and there is one of them I completely disagree with. I'm not mad about Malcolm Butler, whatever. I, I really don't care about him. He he done what he done, but it was a hit or miss with him. It was either he was getting an interception or the boy was getting roasted. That was just how I saw it. But the one I'm mad about is Kenny Vaccaro. Kenny Vaccaro and Kevin Byard, Byard, um, them boys made up a good duo. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you mean bird? Yeah. I'm jacking all up on some names, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> KB and Vicaro made up a heck of a duo, okay? And cutting Vicaro, in my opinion, is a stupid choice because I remember watching a many of Titans games, and that boy seemed like he was the only one on the field sitting here playing, making stops, getting in there, making the tackles, filling in as that strong safety, like just closing the box in and still going back in coverage. So I'm mad about that one, okay? And on top of that one, y'all have almost the worst secondary in the NFL. And you get rid of one of your key pieces to keep Adore Jackson, and then you still got to worry about signing Desmond King back? Get out of here with that one. Titans, if you're going to do something, go ahead and grab the CB. If you got to move up in the draft to go ahead and grab Sertain, if that's even possible, which that's a big leap for y'all, whatever, go ahead and grab them because you're going to need another shutdown corner or grab somebody in a free agency, whichever one, because there's a ton of them. But other than that, y'all need to focus on the O-line, man, hands down. If you give Henry an actual O-line that can stay healthy, you're looking at possibly a repeat 2,000-yard season. All right, I mean, I, mean, I agree, right? You probably could. I think they're going to do it anyway just because he's pretty, he's pretty good. And they always seem to have just that scheme that they run. Uh, it seems to work well with whatever lineman they put in there. Either that or Derrick Henry is that dang good. And I'm not saying he's not. I'm just don't, don't – he's doing it all by himself. I believe whoever they've been putting in there, they've been doing a dang good job for him. So, with that being said, he's 27 years old. He turns 28 in January. He's getting a little bit older if you look at running backs. Again, he mm-hmm. takes a lot of pound and 300 carries. I have not let a running back go off the board yet. So, what do I think the Titans do? Finally select the running back. And who do they go get? The best one that the game has to offer in college football, Travis Etienne from Clemson, okay? 
you get, I will take protect, that as a backup. Protect your, protect your investment. This is another guy that you can give the ball to. He's a four-year letterman. He's a, you know, he's a 22-year-old grown man, maybe 23. I don't know if he's turned 23 yet, but he's a grown man who's played you know, his four years. He is ready for this. He's ready for the spotlight. And what better position in a team that is just traditional running powerhouse than the Tennessee Titans with a Derrick Henry aging and possibly – you know, one free agent period or one trade away and two or three years away from, you know, taking that last old contract before he gets out the league. And here you got a fresh, you know, at the end at 24, 25 years old, 26 years old, ready to come through. Take Etienne right here. I fully agree with Justin right here. Fully, fully agree. Take some of that weight off of Henry. Keep Henry fresh. Go get Etienne. Etienne's going to get you the same type of, of yardage, uh, uh, Henry's going to get. He's going to pound out them four or five yard gains. He's going to make them big busts. And give, too. yeah, catches too. He's a great uh, back uh, catch, catch out of the backfield back. Uh, and and Henry, I mean, there's only so much more of a pound a week a man can take. And we all know that running backs have an age limit, and, and Henry's getting there. But I think Henry still got about four more years of greatness in him. But they cannot feed that man 30, 30 times a game anymore. I just, I, I, in my personal opinion, they can't. I agree with y'all now. They need a change of pa- a change of pace back because they brought in four men. They, uh, Darrington Evans last year was hurt for most of the year. Who was supposed to be in that change of pace back to give him like a little bit of help in the backfield, you know, at least on the passing downs and everything. But he needs some form of help back there. I mean, right now. All right, let's be real. I'm going to take it off just a little bit. The AFC period is on a downward decline, or at least on the south side of it, all right? They're on a decline. You got Jacksonville trade away their whole team. You got Houston that's in shambles right now with the whole Deshaun Watson. And now you got the Titans who are literally getting rid of all their good players besides the Colts. It's not on Deshaun Watson. It's the ownership. Not, you know, so let's about the Texans. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, the whole AFC south is in shambles right now. Like, they're – I'm like, if I had to guess besides the Colts, you're looking at the NFC East next year besides what can actually happen because you got Corey Davis. Yeah, yeah. You got Corey Davis free agency. You got John o. Smith free agency. Neither one of them got a franchise tag. They don't have an O-line completely or at least intact besides filling gaps here and there. You got rid of Vaccaro. You got rid of Butler. Um, you don't necessarily have any pressure on the defense on the defensive line. So, I mean, what, what's left? AFC South right now. Don't get mad at me, my Titans fans, okay? But it's looking like it's the Colts just to run away with it. If they lose that one, then the Colts done something wrong, even with Wentz back there. Colt, even with Wentz? What? Stop saying that like Wentz is terrible. He ain't terrible, but I'm saying – I can't wait until he lose. shoves all – I cannot wait until he shoves all this down y'all's throat. I cannot wait. I'm tired of this, Justin. Wentz is trash. What We're going to see. We're gonna see. He's got a line. He's got a running game, and he's got a defense now. He's oh. got his court, and he's got his coach back. Got his quarterback coach. Man, we'll see. can't get out of bed without spraying his big toe. Well, he's out of bed though. All right, fine. Just take us into this last one, man. Man, I'm, I'm done with my Titans right now. Okay, they're upset. Me. When do I get to bash Dak? I was promised to bash Dak tonight, and I know good thing. So I really want to go hard. All right. Well, good thing this is the last one in the draft order because we're doing all 32 teams each week on this show. You know that, baby boy. So we're going to head up to Steel City, Pittsburgh. I think they're going to lose, if the, you know, Bud Dupree in the free agency, and they're going to 
have to replace that. Aziz Ajulari out of Georgia. He was a semifinalist for the Bednarik Award, which is the top defensive player in the nation. He's a defensive MVP of the Peach Bowl and the leader in the SEC with 12 and a half tackles for loss. He's a hybrid player with quickness. And I'm telling you, man, if you watch him play, he gives you F loads and loads of effort. I think his worth ethic alone is a great fit with the Steelers mentality. Mike Tomlin, that whole system. Dupree's leaving. Add him in. Aziz Ajilari, Georgia. Uh, what's going, what, now, a quick question for all the Steelers. What's going on with Juju? He's being traded right the cut. He might not even be traded right now. He's looking at free agency for the most part and having a couple of extra yep. teams that's kind of looking at him. So, I mean, I'm not hating on Juju right now. It has nothing to do with the receivers, but Pittsburgh Steelers overall, they dropped a bunch of passes this year. So, I mean, they got dynamic and, receivers, but. And I got to say, if Tennessee doesn't do the smart thing and go for Ednine, I think Pittsburgh definitely needs to. Pittsburgh needs to run back. Yep. Yep. And they run a bit bad, and Etienne is the best running back in this draft, hands down. We'll put it like this: there's only other, like, there's a couple other running backs I'm even looking at right now. Honestly, like, I will say Michael Carter from UNC, if not him, because Pittsburgh has normally had that nice little power back with a little bit of get up and go. All right, they haven't really had the small backs. Um, Connor is probably like the smallest one I've actually seen them have in a while. Because you got to think, um, who was there before him? It just slipped my mind. Le'Veon Bell, he wasn't necessarily small Canal College. He trimmed down like a little bit afterwards, but I would say Trey Sermon fits their type of back. He is a bigger back, but he still got some wheels. But overall, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about defense with the Steelers. They put together a great defense almost every single year. They still got TJ, even with missing Bud Dupree. I mean, they are going to be missing a couple even of times. That's one side. What do you mean even though? That's a big part. Oh, I know, but they still got other ones that fill in. When have they not had linebackers that still fill in and playing like they're the starter the whole time? That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not worried about their defense. I'm going to okay, go to the running back. Name one. Name one? TJ. I can't. Okay, I said besides him, man. Get on out Vince here. Williams. Look, that's only because he's from Florida State. That's the only reason you know that. Hey, Vince Williams. <laughs> Vince Williams can ball, though. Devin Bush, yep. Murdoch's got that one on the point. Yeah, he, he he is. I mean, but honestly, I'm not worried about defense. They haven't had a clear-cut good running game since Le'Veon Bell held out, since D'Angelo Williams filled in for him. I mean, Connor came in, and he'd done a little something-something last season, but after that, that was it. That was like a one-hitter quitter. So they need a running back to balance that offense out with the receivers because otherwise it's going to be Big Ben trying to throw the ball and Haskins backing him up, and it's going to be – a a show. <laughs> Hi, Smith. What you talking about, Belchin? Well, since we got our draft orders out the way, who we think they're going to draft, let Mr. Sampson himself have the floor on the Cowboys and the new $160 million man. I don't Mr. know. Prescott. I don't know if Jerry Jones was drinking heavily this night. I don't know what happened here, but this is the worst contract I've ever seen for a subpar quarterback that's never going to win you a Super Bowl. I mean, this is Super Bowl quarterback money, and this man ain't got it. Dak is not a Super Bowl quarterback. Is Dak a bad quarterback? No. Is he a Super Bowl quarterback? Hell no. 
Dak Prescott robbed the Cowboys. That man needs to – the feds needs to step in because that man has robbed the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is trash with a capital T. He is nowhere near worth the money Dallas is paying him. Nowhere near worth that money. Hey, Murdoch side him with you on this, and he says, coming off an injury and has no playoff history. All right, all right. Uncle Mark, I see you over here. Dak is worth it. He's not saying he's subpar, man. All right, so this is my take on Dak right here. Sam bashed him. He's keeping it 100% savage right here, okay? Dak, when he was healthy, before he got a little bit of chemistry going with his receivers, the boy was lighting up the, the scoreboards as far as yardage goes. He was still leading after, like, week five, two weeks after he got injured as the leading passer. Now, he came in, replaced Romo. Romo retired, all right? Got it. Cowboys haven't had a quarterback that necessarily win the playoffs since Troy Aikman and everything else. Got you. Don't, don't really care. But there are not a whole lot of quarterbacks that fit Dallas's system, and Dak actually does fit that system. He does have the weapons around him. The only thing that is going to screw Dak in the future is him taking that $164 million deal because right now cap penalties are killing everyone. It ain't, it ain't the team. It's going to be the money because he ain't going to have the offensive line. He's going to have to possibly get rid of Zeke. And they still got to worry about Pollard. And now you got to look at paying Cooper $100 million. You got to look at paying Gallup. You got to look at paying C.D. Lamb. And you still got Smith on the defensive side. So, I mean, honestly, and you, still got that, you got that washed up running back from Ohio State. Mm. Mm. Shots to home. Washed. Shots look, all I know is that apparently the leader in the NFL – Russian title leader, back-to-back, is from Alabama, and it ain't from FSU. It ain't Dalvin Cook, and it ain't Ezekiel Elliott, but Ezekiel Elliott at least has a Russian title. Dalvin <laughs> Cook is better than Zeke and Henry. Dalvin Cook ain't got a Russian title either, though. He don't need a Russian title. He's best. He is the best back in the league. He plays for Minnesota, man. Oh, God. Now, well, what you got on that, man? All I know is you don't pay good quarterbacks great money. That quarterback, uh, excuse me, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He really, truly is. I understand that. He's a good quarterback. He is a, a playoff winner. He has won a playoff game. He will give you everything he's got. He's got a great work ethic. Nick Foles won a playoff game. Okay, but he also won a Super Bowl. You can't crap on him too much. So I'm going to keep going. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He can – we, we saw – and he was also an MVP of the league. Come on, let's don't crap on him too much. What I'm saying is Dak Prescott needs to be right there. He's in a good system where he's got great players around him. I do agree with Stevie. He's going to lose Cooper in about two years. Once two, it's about $40 million comes off that $100 million, they're going to trade him. Cooper's going to be gone. Zeke's probably on his way out because they have Pollard. CeeDee Lamb's a rising star. they got two good tight ends that can play. Keep building on that defense, Dallas. I don't think Dak Prescott's worth $160 million. I wish he would have played on a – what it was at $41 million franchise tag and got that money and, and, you know, just kept proving to people, you know, keep breaking them barriers down. So we'll see if he's worth the money. I, like I said, he's just a good quarterback to me. He's not a great quarterback. He doesn't deserve great quarterback. Well, what I put that is Tom Brady is a seven time Super Bowl champion and he is now restructuring the contract to take less money. Like he's always done for years. All these guys are wanting big contracts and big money while the greatest to ever do it does it. 
keeps coming down on that money. So other people can come in around them and eat and have a little bit of money themselves mm -hmm. and they end up with titles. You know how many he's got? How many has he got? Seven of them. Yep. So take lessons, court young quarterbacks. Get the franchise money. Get the don't worry about these long times. Take the money down. Get the players around you and go after the championship. The endorsement money will come after that. The sponsorships will come after that. All the money you need in the world will come. Get them Super Bowl rings. All right. All right. So we, you, you got anything else you want to say about that? Yeah, that trash. <laughs> All right. Vanessa, let's go to some more restructured people. Vanessa, look at me. Dak is me. trash. I'll, I'll mess with you, Dak. I'll roll with you. I won't. Right. So let's talk about oh, some more restructuring. Oh, you out to the CFL. Houston, right? We, we talked about Houston. Watson is taking a whole bunch of cash flow, right? It's not that big of a deal, but if we talk about restructure, they're going to be in a bond because they got to pay Watson regardless of what is happening. They're going to still have to have a QB to play. So on the restructuring <laughs> side, you have Cooks and David Johnson, two additions this past year for them. Cooks that broke off with a thousand yards. David Johnson, who came in and didn't do anything. I mean, they're actually restructuring their deal, so they're trying to help out the Texans because I'm any player. I don't want to be on a jacked up losing team. It just ain't how it is. So I mean, do you think this is a good thing for them or a bad thing for them to actually restructure the contract? I think it's bad for them because they're in a crappy organization. I don't think it's the team. I don't think it's the players. I think the players give it all every time they go out there. This is what they're what the game is about. So I don't believe it's the players. All of it's on the players. I just blame it on that culture. I'm all about a good working culture, a good working environment. I will take that over high, high dollars any day. It's if you, you need to be happy where you're at, you need to be comfortable where you're at, and you need to be appreciated and valued where you're at. That doesn't happen in Texas. Excuse me, in Houston. Do do we think we're going to see a scenario where they force Watson to sit out a year because they won't trade him? Yeah, I don't. I think he'll choose to do that. I don't think they'll force him. I believe he. Well, he no, he's going to make that up. choice, but I think yeah, uh, yeah. is that the direction? That seems to be the direction they're going. Look, agreed. I think it's going to come down to this one right here. They got what the second draft pick right now, second or third. Well, either way it goes, like they got a high draft. Well, actually, I'll take the back. Do they even got any draft picks right now in the first round? Whatever. Either way it goes, they're going to be forced into doing something. They're, Watson is going to push their hand one way or another. Is it's going to happen. So it's either he's sitting out or it's going to come down to like, look, we, he, he's serious about not playing. We need to go do something. So whoever is going to send them the, the, the flavor that they want, you know what I mean? Or at least close to it. That's what they're going to end up taking. It might be draft day. It might be like a little bit before that, but I think it's going to happen on draft day when they see something up there that they want. And somebody's actually sitting here dangling out in front of them like here, fishy, fishy. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. this this draft this trade has got to happen before the draft because the Texans are in prime position to get several great draft picks for Watson. There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams that's going to want to build uh, around him. I mean, uh, Texas is just playing hardball right now, and I think it's going. I think we're going to see a scenario where Watson sits out a year. They can play hardball all they want, but like I'm saying, if somebody's going to be dangling the right bait out in front of them and they're looking at the scenario like he really might sit out, we don't have a backup QB right now. We don't have the money to get one in the free agency. 
whoever is dangling the right bait is going to get Watson for less than what the Houston Texans really want. So they're actually screwing themselves right now, in my opinion. When I, when I was a kid, Ted DeBiase told me that everybody's got a price. That's right. <laughs> million dollar man. The million dollar man. Hey, mad money, 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 money. Mad respect for the goats of the old school wrestling when hey. wrestling was good. For sure. So Murdoch, we got Michael Murdoch back with us finally. He got rid of his little job and everything, or at least he got an off day. So he's agreeing with us. Texas ownership has shown that they don't make sense when doing deals. No. I'll bite. <laughs> no, I think the Texans need to make an outside hire for GM and somebody that wants to help the organization, not somebody that wants to hurt. Yeah. And right now, it seems like everyone in that organization just wants to hurt the organization even more. Hey, Hector said Watson or Wilson. We'll take either one. <laughs> Y'all ain't, hey, the Bears ain't getting no Watson, man. You better cool it. Hey, oh, for the record, I just want to go on here saying it because the Dom shouted me out. Y'all told me I was full of trash and everything else. But I just want to go for the record right now saying that when I talked about Watson yeah. and I talked about the Cardinals and I sit yeah. there and said it is possibility, but it is still hypothetical. It ain't happening. I was vindicated live about four or five days after that one by other professionals, man. I'm just saying. By other professionals, man, Colin Coward. That man gets paid just to talk to talk. All they was talking about was hypothetical things. I mean, like I told you, Buccaneers probably thinking about trading Tom Brady for Tyler Murray and some cash a dang self. Come on, man. It's hypothetical. Is, hypothetical. Savage Sports Griff said it first. Boom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you, all you said was something and, and turn it into fairyland. This ain't, a, this ain't a damn Disney movie. All right. So here, let's hit this one up then. Let's talk about these other QBs. Hey, be I, I got a question. I got a question. I don't mean to jump off topic, but why hasn't Breeze announced his retirement yet? Can anybody anybody heard anything on that? Like we yeah, all know he lost. Done. He did as soon as he lost. He's like, I'm retired. <laughs> no, he's not made it official. Like, and it's hurting the Saints' cap room. Like, what? Why don't he just go ahead and say he's done? We all know he's done. I mean. <laughs> You watched me give it Sunday, man. You watched me give it Sunday. You know how that works. Come on now. <laughs> All right, what's up, man? Let's talk about I'm just some curious. of the teams. We talking about linemen, right? Always got to protect your quarterback, right? So we got the Chiefs. Yes. They cut Fisher. They cut Schwartz. You had the Huge. Vikings released uh, left tackle Reef and Rudolph. And Rudolph, yep. Yep. You got uh, who else? The Giants released Kevin Zietler and Golden Tate. So, I mean, like – you you got several teams that released some of their their best pass protectors, run like run protectors and everything else. Uh, Falcons released guard James Carpenter. Carpenter has been around for a minute though, but how do you think that's going to affect them? Because I mean, you 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 saw what happens at least in the with Mahomes. You we put that heat on them in that Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, is this good or bad for them? This is terrible. Unless they got something up their sleeve or they got some draft picks or they got some offensive linemen that they, you know, that they've had, some backups that have come into their own now. I mean, I think this is awful for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. You're talking about two Super you're talking about two Super Bowl winning offensive linemen. You're talking about guys that once started, you know, uh 
1,000 or had played 1,942 straight plays or something like that. And yet another guy that was their number one overall choice back in, in back about eight years ago. I mean, this knows that system. Come on, man. That's, that's gotta be huge. Yeah. And they don't have a high draft pick. <laughs> so, I mean, like you got the giants stairs too. And you got, and, and the re- Go I was going to say the reason that they don't have a, a high pick in the draft because they got beaten in the Super Bowl to the Buccaneers. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, like, all right, the Giants, Daniel Jones, that boy got slapped up and down the field all year long. I mean, you going to release his primary protector? All right. You got Kirk Cousins, who only stays in the pocket for about two seconds before he either throws a touchdown or throws an interception, and you get rid of his left tackle, his blind side? Look. Thumbs up the sleeve. All I'm saying is somebody might as well be looking for a good backup, all right, because they're going to need them. Literally, they're going to need them. So I'm going to hit on these Panthers, though. This is what I'm talking about, all right. You we, you hit restructuring with Tom Brady. You hit making the – giving cap issues for all their stars as well. Yeah, you right, Murdoch. All this is all cap casualties right here. But you had McCaffrey, who signed a nice, nice big deal before the season started off, all right. You got Shaq Thompson. Beast on the defensive side. And then you have their right tackle, Moten. Beast on his side of it, you know what I mean? Like, they, he creates that room. Two of these boys restructure their contracts so they can add a little bit more cash flow. You're talking about being a team player right there. I don't know what else you really need on that part of it. When you got two of your star players saying, hey, let's keep this squad together so we actually have a chance and maybe they'll get us a QB that can actually play besides Bridgewater. Yeah, Sure. You know, that's that's what we just said about Tom Brady. That's what he's been doing his whole career, making less money to build something or what you can around him. And Christian McCaffrey, I mean, like I said, he's probably got so many endorsements that ain't even funny. So it's not the, it can't be the money thing. Less money, but he found a way to make his, he took away what I saw that he took his $8 million salary made seven of it a signing bonus. So all that was just guaranteed, that was just guaranteed money to him. He got all that in a signing bonus. So it took us away from the cap room. Very smart. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. But I forgot about this. They did release Kawan Short, Weatherly, and Trey Boston. So, I mean, they took a couple of hits on that one. Kawan Short is a beast on the other side of the though, defensive line. But enough about this. All right. Sam, you ready to get into this? What about you, Don? Oh, yeah, I'm always ready, baby. I, I'm always ready. You know that. All right. I've been since 85. Look, we can press the line to a little, okay? This is all I'm saying. We can press the line to a little. So we're going to hit y'all with a little bit of Savage Sports Thanksgiving, all right? A little bit of ham and turkey on this one, you know what I mean? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's always Thanksgiving somewhere, especially when you're keeping this savage in here, man. Somebody going to hate it. Somebody going to love it. I know that's so, right. We'll shoot this one out. Sam, I'll give you this first one, all right? Franchise tags right here. This is all we're going. Franchise tags, either y'all love it or y'all hate it. A little bit of ham or a little bit of turkey, all right? Everybody loves ham. Not everybody loves turkey. Saints. What? I hate ham. Ham's overrated. heard that right. I do not like ham. Ham's overrated. All right, fine then. We'll talk. Let's talk turkey then, and we're going to put ham back. How about hey, that? Y'all happy now? My name Ray Gibson. Let's talk turkey. All right. Sam, hit you up first right here. 
Oh, Ray Gibson. Life. <laughs> Marcus Williams. Ham or turkey? Ham. Ham? Mmm. Mm, don't like it? Come on, I'm going to talk a little turkey. Let me talk a little turkey on that, Griff. Right. Let me talk a little turkey on that, okay? My name is Ray Gibson. Let's talk turkey, okay? Marcus Williams, not a bad tag. $11.1 million. That ain't too bad on you. It's a nice little chunk of change, but it ain't too bad on you. He got he came, He's coming off a stint where he's got 13 picks and 60 career games. But if you think about that playoff game against the Vikings, yeah, Saints fans, that's the same guy. That blew that, you know, coverage, you know, that thought he, oh, I thought he was out of bounds or I thought I was going to hit him or I thought I was going to drop it. Whatever he Point thought, go before yeah, he that's like that guy. Ball. Yeah, nah, he, that was, Same guy. that was point shaving on that play, hands down. Everybody knows that was point shaving. That's all that was. Gutsy was. move here, but like I said, it's not too bad on a good defense. I I, I think it's a, I talked a little Turk. I think it's a smart move for uh, the Saints and Marcus Williams both. I'm going to talk Turkey with you on this one only because, you got a player that is good with your system, and he actually can show that he can play. So I'm not even going to say that's not even a bad move on that one. All right. I got you right here. We're we going to stick with this one right here. Dom, Marcus May, Jets. Uh, that's best player in that secondary. Jamal Adams is gone. I think defense, they got uh, – that's their best. They need to do a lot of work to do on offense. Smart move by the Jets, dumb move by Marcus May. Get out of that system while you can. You saw Jamal Adams get out. So, um, All right. I don't know. New new head coach, though, so we'll Sam, see. Sam, what you got? Hand no, I agree. I, I agree fully with Dom here. All right, Turkey it is. Hey, look, I'm going to say Turkey on this one because either way it goes, if he gets a franchise tag. Oh, you, you call him? Y'all both call him or Turkey? Which one? Ham? I said ham because I just you – know that didn't matter to me. It's not a big deal to me. Hey, I'm going to take Turkey on this one because regardless of what happens, he's got the franchise tag. He's still getting guaranteed money. So I'm talking Turkey with May right here. All right. That's all I'm going to say. And he has a chance to sit there and show and then want some cash flow next year when it hits free agency, unless they decide to sit there and franchise tag him again. And it's going to cost them more. <laughs> all right. So let's move over here. Hey, babe, I know this is one of your squads right here. We're going up here to the Giants, okay? Trash. Leonard Williams. Vanessa, Giants trash too. <laughs> so, Sam, Hammer Turkey. Who? Leonard Williams? Yep. He plays for the Giants. Ham. Overrated. Ham. Been sitting outside too long. Turn green. <laughs> You try to turn him into some chitlins or something, ain't you, man? <laughs> Which I love, by the way. Chitlins are so good. Hey, chitlins uh, is on point. Love chitlins. Is love them too, Griff. Yeah, hey. Uh, I, I do, I do, I do, I do. Hey, <laughs> I, think, I, uh, may, I may be from the nation of caucus. Little, little light, but I love me some chitlins. I got some soul. I got soul power. What are they saying? Oh, Remember the Titans? Oh, yeah. The song. Oh, oh when yeah. there's on the bus. Soul power. <laughs> all, all, I know, all I know is Leonard Williams. Um, uh, it's ham for me. He'll find a home somewhere else. Uh, he's not made too big of an impact. Rush the quarterback a little bit. A couple sacks. I'm so impressed. Over, 
overrated Damn. pretty much what they drafted them at in the first place. Damn awesome. burger. All right. All right. So let's get this one. I'm all right. I'm going to take this one just because I've already been betting for this dude this whole time. I'm going to the Bucks with Chris Godwin, yo. I'm talking turkey hands. Dance. Turkey, turkey, gobble, gobble. Yes, sir. Look, not only gobble, did they gobble, get him, gobble. at least tagging him and maintaining him for another year, which could possibly guarantee him another Super Bowl. Yeah, they bring in Mac David. Exactly. So I'm talking turkey all day with this one, even though Justin knows I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan, but I can't hate him. Brilliant. It, look. I, I hate to interrupt, but this was a brilliant move by the Bucks. Brilliant. God was a great receiver. It left cat room to bring back David. Shoot. They did the right thing. Yo, squad, dog. <clears throat> I told you guys yesterday that I am never mad to bring back a Super Bowl champion. I'm glad that they franchise tagged. Uh, Godwin, and they did not do it to Shaquille Barry. It's time. Forget what you heard. I'm not even going to talk about Chris Godwin. Like I said, they franchise tagged him. We're both winners, the Bucks and Godwin. He's on the Super Bowl team with the greatest quarterback, with the best receiving crew, and a great, great defense. But I'm going to talk about the fact that we need to keep Shaquille Barrett. That is where we need to make sure our mo- the rest of our money goes. The Broncos didn't want to pay him. Let's pay him the money he deserves. Come on. He thrives in our system. We need him. Go get him. And I'm glad we did not franchise tag him for the second year in a row. And I'm going to be real. Bucks, Bucks are going back to back. All right. So this one's for the fans. I'm going to give you all a little bit of heads up so that way y'all can have some time to think about it. All right. A couple people that got cut. We're going to touch them, but this is for y'all to sit there and get y'all's little thoughts out there. Will Fuller from one. Good that he <sighs> – that back. I am tripping. Will Fuller is on the free agent side of it too, though. But let's go ahead and hit you up with Allen Robinson. I know the Bears want to know about this one. I know we got some of y'all's fans out there. So let's hit it. Allen Robinson, which one of y'all wants to talk turkey or talk ham? I told you my name was Ray Gibson, so I'm going to talk turkey. Always. Right. I sure do hope that whatever quarterback they get. <clears throat> Jameis, come on, baby. Let's roll to the bears, Jabu. At Jabu wins. Let's go, baby. But he's got tremendous um, – I sure hope that the quarterback has tremendous talent that comes through there. Um, Allen Robinson has tremendous talent. Other teams are sitting – we're sitting there waiting for him to hit the market. He's getting 18 mil. This franchise tags works a lot for the Bears, even better for Allen Robinson if they bring Jameis Winston in there. They don't have an elite broad receiver, you know, other than him. He is an elite wide receiver. I think they have something up their sleeve. They're going to bring somebody in to get this young man the ball. I really hope so because he's a fantastic wide receiver who could be thriving somewhere, anywhere that, anywhere else other than Chicago in Nagy's system. Find a quarterback, a.k.a. Jameis Winston, to get him the ball. Get it. Jaboo. <laughs> I'm going to say this, all right, just because, bro, I'll make it be laugh. Look. Now, um, for me, I'm going to have to refer to the Bears as green eggs and ham, okay? Everybody likes it, but nobody wants to eat it, okay? <laughs> he said ham. <laughs> ham for Robinson, okay? He don't like it. Hector said Wilson, got to get him a QB also. And, I mean, honestly, that's pretty much the consensus for that one. I mean, without a QB, I mean, Robinson's been balling with Trubisky, with Nick Foles, either way it goes. So, I mean, it's a good move, in my opinion, for the Bears to actually do. 
to re-sign your number one playmaker because it ain't your running back and it ain't necessarily your defense be your number one playmaker because everybody on defense flies yep. around. But you need to get that yep. boy some help. Yeah, absolutely. Me. <laughs> and and speaking of help, I mentioned a second ago that that I'm glad that the Bucks didn't franchise tag uh Shaquille Barrett two years in a row. Well, you know who did franchise tag their best player on defense two years in a row? Majors Broncos. They franchise tag Justin Simmons again, the second straight year. He's on a mediocre defense at this point. They're not the defense that we're used to seeing the Broncos have. He played every single snap on the defensive side of the ball this year. Every single one, 96 tackles, five picks. The Broncos got a steal at $11.1 million for this young man. They need to build around him, get something in there, or let this young man walk and thrive in a defense where he can, you know, where he can just get paid the money he deserves. Stop franchise tagging this ex- excellent, excellent player. Yep, yep. So, I mean, you know, I mean, that's a little bit of an, all right, so here, let's fill this one in there. Let's jump over here. We got the franchise tags out of the way. I mean, we're going to speed y'all through this one right now. This is just a couple of the free agents, all right? I'm going to pick these kind of random, some of the ones that really, really stand out. I said Will Fuller earlier, right? Will Fuller, Hammer Turkey. Damn. Will Man, Fuller I couldn't. Healthy. Go ahead. Will Fuller cannot stay healthy. He's not a lead receiver. He can't stay healthy. He's got a, he's got an issue with dropping the ball. Ham. Ham. I ain't even gonna elaborate on the ham. <laughs> ham. And Will Fuller could be great. Turkey. He could be great. Murdoch, what you talking about, Turkey? You you better elaborate on this one, dude. The only thing I can give Will Fuller is they say he has elite speed. He has elite speed. He Drive. does have elite speed. He can catch the deep ball. He's got stone hands. And he got suspended can for the last six offense. games. His his justification right here is can make any offense a del- a downfield presence. He got suspended. He can't make nobody a presence if he can't stay on the field because he can't stop doing stuff he ain't supposed to, whatever it was. Ham. All right. All right. Ham burger. We hit it's, it dry, earlier. it's dried ham at that. It ain't even got no moisture to it. This is dried ham. I All love right. hamburger, so I won't say hamburger. Yet. He's like this, this old ham in the refrigerator for a long time. Yeah. So this next, we're going to take it back to the old legion of boom. Richard Sherman. Ham or turkey? Turkey. Ham. Turkey. Ham. Mm. Turkey. No, y'all call my man. Mm. Y'all done called my man out in Indy, old, and y'all going to talk about this man's turkey? No, y'all going to have to go on somewhere with this. I got to go somewhere with it. I'm going to go somewhere with it. You better listen to me. I'm going to talk about a Super Bowl winning 4.0 Stanford graduate football IQ of a genius who can play a side of the field if he wants to. He is a he could be a slot cornerback. He could be a, a a nickelback. He could be a third down presence. He can be a fill in for a series. He's got two more years left, and he knows it. He's not going to be one of them guys that's going to just stay out there to stay out there. He knows he can play football for two more years. I know he can play football for two more years. Y'all know he can play football for two more years. This is a guy that you want on your team. He's like a Kevin Garnett when he played for the Celtics when they got 
one, you know, when they went to two in a row, when they lost to the Lakers once and beat the Lakers once. Yeah, that's kind of what he reminds me of, that type of player. He's going to be in your ear. He's going to talk trash. And he's going to play hard and he's going to make plays. Come on, man. Talk turkey. Let's go. All right, Dom. If we're going to sit here and say he's got two more years and you talking turkey to Sam's ham, do you think Richard Sherman, being how he is, he's never had the most top-end speed, but he's always been smart on the coverage, all right? So this is what I'm saying. Do you think he can pull a Champ Bailey, D'Angelo Hall status and make that conversion over? Man, don't you dare disrespect Champ Bailey like that. I'm saying make the conversion to safety. I never said he was going to be Champ Bailey. Absolutely. He could if he wanted to, but I don't think he has to. He, he could still play cornerback in this league. No, he can't. He's too damn old. Fight, 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 fight. Just joking. I got to go with Ham on Sherman. He is getting a little bit old on this one. He hasn't been a shutdown like he was with the Leech and the Boom. All right. That's my thoughts on that part of it. So we're going to hit up this next one. We went receiver. We went defender. Now let's talk about my favorite backup QB in the game. Ryan Fitz, Magic, ham or turkey? Ham. I'm just going to say ham because I just still can't believe y'all talking about Richard Sermon like that. Ham or Fitz, Magic? Ham. Man's old. Time to retire. Two hams, the two turkeys. Murdoch got my back. I got turkey. All right. So, since how we going turkey hunting, let's go over here to Hunter Henry. Hammer turkey. Turkey. New Triple H. Oh, turkey to me, Sam. I'm listening. He's turkey. He's a great tight end. Somebody's going to be lucky to pick him up. You mean if he stays healthy like Will Fuller, right? Yeah. So, that means he's, he's a tur- ham then. No. He's been hurt turkey. more. <laughs> Turkey. Should have been ham on your list. He's been hurt more. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I can't deal with y'all. Man. He ain't even the Look, best blocking tight end. Hunter, Hunter. Good tight end. Hunter Hurt Henry, new Triple H, is going to go somewhere and not play again. It's like he did it. He couldn't do nothing. He had a, t- he had a quarterback who did great with Antonio Look. Gates and couldn't do anything. Look. My Justin Herbert, he can't do nothing. My team cut Jonu Smith, all right? He is over top of Hunter Henry, okay? Kevin Brake is over top of Hunter, uh, Hunter Henry. And Kevin Brake is a backup tight end right now. I'm just saying. Hey, let him go. We're not letting him go. I, I hope y'all wouldn't. <laughs> I hope you wouldn't. So, no, I'm going ham with Hunter. Don't get me wrong. I had high hopes for that dude, but he plays maybe eight games a season. All right? That's why he never replaced Antonio Gates, like, off the bat, because the boy stayed hurt. He ain't got it. Ah, nah. Mm-mm, mm. I'm not getting out, Murdoch. I'm going with this. He's ham on this one, all right? He's going to pull a Jake Locker or Andrew Luck. In the next two years, this boy is going to retire because he's getting tired of his knees getting busted up. Talk to me if I'm wrong. <laughs> so, offense, defense, all right? Sam, we're going to your beloved Vikings right here. We, we talking about some Anthony Hurst. Ham or turkey? Ham. Who's there? Anthony Harris. 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 
Hey, I'm from Hades. <laughs> I gotta say, him. Yeah, Vikings always pull somebody out of the hat for them to go play safety, so I'm not even gonna sit there and jump it's... on this one. So, all right, all right, I'm jumping y'all around. <sighs> Clowning. Turkey. Gobble, gobble. Clowning? Still, he's still... He's still he's he's still a he's still a factor. I don't care how you look at it, he's still a presence. I know he's got a lazy, it seems to me he has a lazy ethic on the football field at times. You don't know if he's gonna run the play down, if he's gonna stand at the line with his hips or what he's gonna do, but I still think he's worth it. He's a big body, he still can be destructive, he's still strong as all get out. His name is still like a presence, you know, where he's at. His figure alone is a presence where he's at. So man, you somebody's gonna sign him, he's gonna be a deal wherever he goes for what reason i don't know hopefully because he's going to be a sack master but i doubt it all right i'm going ham because i'm only going to give this boy one year he was pretty much injured all last year which means he had time to recover so he's going to play next year like he did with the seahawks and be a dominant presence and then he's going to turn into a ham again all right this boy is cinderella all right it hits midnight and he's done <laughs> that's all i can say cinderella for him it hits midnight and he's done he's living the glass slipper back there be like but look what i did two years ago <laughs> so yeah he's a ham for me all right now this boy is one of my favorite receivers i ain't gonna lie about this one i had high potential for him high hopes because he reminded me of i'm gonna hit one receiver for him before i get to him aj green hammer turkey ham ah man i have i gotta talk a little turkey i think he wasn't getting the love I know he's gotten a little bit older. He is not Julio Jones. I know they, those two were often compared a whole lot. He does not have the longevity, but he is still worth the sign. Again, he's going to bring a, a, a slot corner or even the number two corner uh, corner's attention to him every single time. So he's definitely worth it. He's definitely worth the sign somewhere, wherever he goes. All right, Murdoch called the turkey with uh, Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not the football team? Why not the Washington football team? They need one, right? I'm McLaurin yeah. out. Yeah. All right. I can go turkey with Green. I think he's at least got one more year to sit there and prove it. All right. I will say that he has at least one more year to sit there and prove it. He's going to get this one-year deal. Sam over here constipated. But we're going to go over to here. All right. My receiver, like I said, I had high hopes for, and I think he's going to pan out wherever he goes. Kenny Galladay, hammer turkey. Damn. I told you, Turkey is my favorite. I love Turkey. I hate ham. I'm going to tell you this. What's wrong with him following Stafford out there and going out there in Los Angeles? Um, Stop. There's no cap room. Woods. The cap room, um, right? Cup. I didn't say. Davis. I did. Okay. Okay. We've been talking about hurt. How long? How often is uh, Cup hurt? Point. All right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's it's a nice connection. Who knows? Who 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 knows who how it could end up? Who knows how how about with Justin Herbert out there matching up with Keenan Allen for Kenny Galladay? Gosh, let Mike Williams go. They need a number yeah. two. Yo, Mike. I give you that one. Whoever, whoever gets whoever gets this guy, whoever gets this guy is gonna be a nice signing. Hey, look, good, I was good this football much. player. I would like for him to go to the Titans just because they're losing Davis and they're losing John o. Smith. And you need somebody else to go over there with AB. Well, not, well, not AB, well, AJ Brown. Same thing, close enough. AJB, my fault. All right. 
Could we get Sam to comment on the SEC tournament or hell, any conference tournament? That's Kyle Williams for you, but we're going to get to that one. I said, I'll leave you with that one as a fallback, all right, for the last one to sit there and jump on them. All right, now here are my two biggest ones I'm going to sit here and talk about, the two biggest ones that I want to see. And one of them was coming off an injury with the Steelers. Sam, you got to move your mic, dude. <laughs> is that so what like, that is? Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was just like, dang, I thought somebody was just breathing. I didn't know what it was. It was. <laughs> Bud Dupree. Ham or turkey? Ham. I do love turkey, but I don't – I mean, he's going to be worth talking about, but I want to say ham because I've talked turkey a little too much tonight. All right, I'll take the turkey on this one then. I'm saying Bud Dupree, injury or not, coming off the boy has been a force since he got in the league. If you're going to give to Davion Clowney turkey also, then Bud Dupree deserves at least a shot at this one. He's still been sitting here playing it off, so – that's already hyped, but but I had already hyped Bud Dupree up earlier, and I said that they're exactly. going to have to replace him because he's a big presence. That's why I just went ham on this one. All right, ham. Let me explain. Go ahead, Murdoch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you up. Go ahead and explain it until we get you a little following. The last one I got right here. This is probably my biggest upset. Why you did not franchise tag this man, or you did not give him a payday, regardless of what is happening. I don't care who you got backing him up. Aaron Jones, ham or turkey. My name is Ray Gibson, yo. Let's talk turkey. Gobble, gobble. I have no idea what's going on here. Is he going to come back maybe for some less money, just on a different deal? I mean, I think if that was going to happen, whatever, that it already happened. But cannot just let him walk, which they might do. And if they do, somebody is getting a one hell of a running back. I'm talking about an MVP caliber type running back. His receiving abilities, his running style, his nose for the end zone. This guy is a total package. You know, he's still young enough to be considered one of the better players at that position because Buffalo. he doesn't have the wear and tear. But um, what'd you say? Buffalo. Buffalo, okay. Why would you? <laughs> why, you don't. You don't need him in Buffalo, though. I mean, you got Zach Moss and Singletary. You don't. You do not need him. In Buffalo. Oh. Put him in Buffalo and see what happens. You don't need him in Buffalo. Yeah. You don't there's need no need, Zach Moss if you got Aaron Jones either. There's no, why not go to Pittsburgh? Point. Point. You need it. Buffalo All doesn't right. need it, in my opinion. They got they got two that can get a job that can get a job done. Mm. Hopefully they get it done next year. They didn't really do too much this past year. All right, Murdoch, I see you over here. You said overrated. TJ made the Priya thing. He has to have someone to counter him, or he's a bust, which is why Murdoch said that Bud Dupree is ham. Now, hey, we hit y'all a lot. We didn't hit y'all with everything. I mean, because it's it's a whole lot going on. We ain't trying to take y'all's time up all night long. Trust me, if y'all gave us the chance and we knew that y'all were gonna sit here and watch. Look, we be up here till midnight for no reason whatsoever, just sitting there letting it fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe about 11, 11.30, but <laughs> we'd be letting it fly. So I'm going to leave the last one, and this one was for you, Sam. Kyle Williams, could we get Sam to comment on the SEC tournament or H-E double hockey sticks, any conference tournament? I'm assuming he is talking about some NCAA basketball. What you got, Sam? This is all yours. Uh, well, you know. Every dog has a stay. He's a little Alabama fan. He wants to toot his little Alabama horn because they Alabama trash. They won't make it to the 32nd. 
32 teams. <laughs> Alabama's going to get smoked out in the first round. All the blue bloods are struggling. Well, the they automatically make it to the quarterfinals. Oh, they, play they play tomorrow. Yeah. They may, yeah. They may win the uh, SEC tournament, but. But no, they when won't. It, when it comes to the March Madness, they ain't going nowhere. You heard it first from the trash man right here. Alabama is trash. All right, Sam said, let it be. But you know, Duke faking COVID to, to duck my nose because they didn't want that smoke. That's what I want to talk about. Duke <laughs> we said we quit the whole tournament because we don't want to play Florida State. Hey, the, the Duke Blue Devils, you didn't hide it. You didn't cover it up just to win a tournament. I pre we I appreciate that as the fan. I'm sure the players around you appreciate that. I ain't mad at you. I know you wasn't duking them no. Are you ducking them no. nose? You would end up. You would end. They they would end up duking them nose like we we called. It. I told you they was hitting that little hot run. You FSU lucky they they had to dip out of there. Otherwise, they'll kick y'all's ass too. You crazy? Kick y'all's bad. They kick the FSU basketball team's ass too, and you know it. Man, I can't. Even. So fine, let's hit a little right. this one right here. All right. We hit y'all. But hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Brooks. I got you. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. So we hit y'all up with the NFL, right? We we let Sam hit y'all up with his little trash man status right here on which teams are busted as can be. All right. He don't he don't sugarcoat it, man. Just understand what it is. All right. If the trash is <laughs> real out, dirty. Hey, if it needs to be taken out, Sam go keep it real savage and take out that trash and let you know dirty. what it is. Damn town <laughs> boy for Duke had uh, had COVID and they, they ran like bitches. Florida State. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. All right, Murdoch, I'll let you in here with the last one. Kentucky are out now, too. Hey, it happens. The Blue Bloods. Hey. Peace. Look, they Peace, said. Kentucky. Peace. <laughs> so, to wrap this up for tonight, and everybody to sit there and tune in, and everybody gave us the conduct, I mean, the comments and everything. Murdoch, appreciate you being back up in here, man. You have to get back in here some more. Uh, Hector, the wifey. Make sure I ain't missing nobody that I saw. Kyle. Uncle Mark, Hambone Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barker. Hey, we got all y'all. Appreciate all y'all tuning in. But right now, sure. we're wrapping up the show, so we're just going to leave you off with a just serious moment. And before I hit you with that just serious moment, I'm going to hit you with a little NCAA update that we predicted yesterday. I told you this coach's son was going to be balling, and the coach's son did ball out. He scored 30 for Syracuse today in a losing effort. UVA hit a three at the buzzer, win 72-69. What a basketball game it was. So my prediction of the ACC UVA is still in it. I also said Oregon State was the upset team of the Pac-12. They whooped UCLA's tail today. I'm on a roll. Abe Cunningham is playing. Go check out greatness in the Big 12 tournament. Oklahoma State also in the Big 12 tournament. And just got the W today. So all my picks are still rocking so far. Hey, whoever is that Bama fan, Hey, roll your ass on somewhere else because it's all about them hogs in this SEC tournament. Woo, pig suey. That's the basketball hey. update today. So let me give you my just serious moment. I'm a UFC fan. I've been watching it for years, and I love it. The lioness, Amanda Nunes, the baddest woman on the planet. On this show, we always talk about goats. I'm always one of the ones that comes on here and mentions the ladies. And I'm going to go ahead and throw her name in there. She is the goat at what she does. She is the baddest person 
on the planet, in my opinion, pound for pound when it comes to it. As Ric Flair once told me to beat the man, in this case, the woman, Woo! you got to beat the woman. And nobody's done it better than the lioness. And she said something in her interview. She thought I was bad before. Now that I got a little cub to protect, I'm going to be even meaner. You better watch out, world, because the goat of all goats is coming. Amanda Nunes, I salute you. Oh, always stay you. Stay blessed. Stay true. Never stress. Sam, take us home, baby. Peace. Thank y'all for listening and tuning in tonight. If you didn't catch us, we'll try to get our uh, iTunes and Spotify back rolling again. We have been kind of slacking on that. I've been real busy, hadn't had time to do the editing and all that good stuff. But we will get back at it. Uh, But fuck your team. (laughs) It's all about the nose and the bucks. And uh, it ain't about the Titans. We ain't worried about the Titans. They trash. Or Ohio State, they trash. And you know what? Just because my man's rolling with them, I'm going to roll with Arkansas in that SEC tournament. Woo, pig, suey. See, no stick together grip. But no, seriously, thank y'all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, if you like what I'm wearing, like my little shirt, it comes from, yeah, I'm high, bro. Uh, go to his website, check it out. He's got some great material, great little stickers. Uh, he's even doing trays now in your favorite team color. So go check it out. Uh, and uh, yeah, until next time, peace.